What's the value of a dollar? What's the value of a comic? Today, we look at values in art. Good job. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, shit. We recording, bitch. We here. We here? Yeah, fuck we yeah. Here. And I'm here. You're here. Are you? I'm yeah. I'm only here in spirit. Not Actually, I'm here in body, not in spirit. Yeah, body, not that's spirit. what I say. You are <laughs> physically here. Fucking gone. I think gone. spiritually, you're just... Yeah, and I'm, I'm not hungover okay. or drunk this time, so I'm just this time. tired. <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How was last week? That was pretty. You guys fun. had a good break away from me. I think the you were still in the room. I think I think the episode was so great because I had nothing to contribute. It was what? like no, don't say that. <laughs> I wanted don't to be a that. part of it so bad. You what? were you were pushed off to the side. Oh no! Give me the producer's chair. Why? You were part of the fun, though. Shut up. You got to sit there and laugh. <laughs> Welcome everybody for a brand new, brand spanking new, oh. freshly unwrapped, oh. laid to in front of us, new episode of We're Your Friends. Yeah, bitch. Hell yeah. Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> How we all doing? Tired as fuck, tired. bro. Yeah. <laughs> this tired. is the sleepy episode. <laughs> I am a, I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit tired, but I'm just trying to like... You know, man, I need a, I need a blanket. Push through. I'm gonna like, like a, snuggle up. You need a throw. I need a throw blanket. Mm. I'm gonna snuggle up. I'm gonna take a nap. Nappy nap. I'm gonna nap. Don't no bother me. Oh, <laughs> man, you guys That's can nice. handle this episode alone, right? I mean, we could. No, come on, man. Oh, goddamn it! <laughs> what? This? I just got here. Uh, come on. Who, who are, who are we anyway? My name is. The raid guys would just give me such a hard time with this name. <laughs> Actually, nobody except for Rob. It's just Rob. It's just, Rob. just Rob. Rob. Yeah. Just so Rob we, giving you a hard time. We, we love him for it, though. We so. do. Yeah. We do. I guess. I guess we do. Yeah. <laughs> Who else is here? He takes care of us. Uh, my name is Alvaro Cruz. Whoa, no oh, way. Hey, D. Chilean Storm. Oh, my God. He's a Chilean Storm. Yeah. How's it going, guys? <laughs> Hello there. I'm just Amazing. Tobias Medeiros. Whoa. That's it. The Toby. The Toby. Yeah. The Toby? Oh, my God. I told you guys before that, like, one of my coworkers said that my name sounds like a dead Victorian child. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah Tobias. Yes. I told that. Actually, an old guy came into my work today. Um, and he's like, oh, I always remember your name because it sounds like something from the Victorian era. And I'm like, oh, good. Oh, good. And he's like, oh, you're... Your great great grandmother from the Victorian era would be so proud of you working in a sex shop with black nails painted and being a queer. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> like I wow. <laughs> like I imagine like entering your shop, there has to be like a bell on the door, like ding ding ding. Well, hello, welcome. I go, oh my dear Tobias. <laughs> how are you today? Good. How yeah. are you? <laughs> yeah, they all call me Tobias. But you but you talk normal. Over. Everyone else is like a Victorian. Yeah. Everyone's a Victorian. I, I don't know gentleman. why I well, picture day is very sweltering hot. I picture like a uh, a shoe shiner, Toby, who also steals pockets as yes. well. Yes, yeah. that's my side job. Yeah. It's my side hustle. Please, sir. Please, sir. But then you're just like, nah, fuck y'all. I'll 
steal from you, you know? Yeah, exactly. I'm a little street urchin okay. in my spare time. <laughs> Only on weekends, though. <laughs> here, here, Tobias, you've earned it. <laughs> Gee, thanks, a nickel. Yeah, what the fuck are you going to do with that? Well, you work hard enough, Tobias. <laughs> you will earn to be a man like me. <laughs> An owner, a CEO of a tech giant. We're gonna make a Why whole. You still we're gonna make a whole play. What? Uh, like, yeah, my, my like, days in the in the in the shop. It's gonna be like shop. Sweeney Todd. So yeah, 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 exactly. With but with less murder, maybe. So just chill out. You know, drink a Seven Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. Or more murder. That's ah, good. More murder. More murder. <laughs> Too evil. I don't know. You know, Ladies this is a weird question, uh, but I feel like it's a podcast question. Would you guys kill somebody? Yes. Like legit? You. On the record, No, but like no. legit murder. Like you know what I mean? Like I can't murder. answer that because then if I actually do murder someone. Look, I I, I honestly don't want right. to use okay. this as like okay, a way to I only myself. No, so. exactly. I only bring this up because I feel like okay. too many people just say I'm going to kill you without the like the gravity like I'm the concern like the the reality of what Avaro. that's implying. Yeah. Avaro. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> What's your do do your most convincing I'm gonna kill you? Like to Alvaro. Yeah, seriously, you just made like, me laugh, threat. dude. I'm sorry. Like you gotta threaten. Is it too yeah, low? Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to bring it up? Oh no, no, no. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I just have to um yeah. center myself. Okay. 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 Go. Go for it. It's, you can't it's make kind me of hard though. to just conjure it though, yeah. because I have yeah. to be kind of actively angry um, at him. What's the most annoying thing he's ever done to you that makes you drive to that thing? Let's put that scenario uh, in there. Oh yeah. man, okay. All right. When you fucking used to put your magic cards out on our fucking kitchen table, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm going to like fucking shove your magic cards down your throat. Have you choke on them. See, see that. that doesn't make sense because <laughs> they would just digest, man. Like, Not me. if I shove a bunch of them in. It's like it's more you know practical eating a It'll can just, of like a gawk, tub gawk of beans. That. That's easier to die from that. I'm going to kill you and then kill you again. I'm not convinced. Don't doubt I don't me. know. I don't I'm know. Gonna, but I'm, I'm just saying that. You, you know what? I'm going to take a fucking one of the big ass dildos I got at work. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to fucking smother you with that. Okay. Well, there's a, that's a little bit He's more. Just be like, gawk, gawk. Yeah, yeah, that's a, my 50% discount. That's a little <laughs> bit more convincing, I guess, because, like, yeah, you could choke on a dick. Yeah. You know? Use the code name yeah. Tobias. Yeah. yeah. 50% discount. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know. I guess maybe just say, hey, I'm going to punch you in the foot and then just punch somebody in the foot. Don't say you're going to kill them, you know? I don't know. So, did you guys have a good week? Let's have like a. <laughs> Jesus. How was that? How oh, was boy. That I, I I mean I've been I've been just working sleeping working sleeping <laughs> working sleeping working dogs. sleeping so working it's like I don't know I, I I don't know if I exist anymore as a as a person <laughs> I'm I'm kind of losing touch on that just because it's been nonstop just work and the but week, isn't this a nice break of it all every time we do yeah. this well yeah certainly it is certainly. I don't like the way you said that yeah <laughs> well I I mean I just sounds like you just like brushed us I off, don't appreciate. Know? being threatened you know it's it's my entire personality is also threatening people. that's not a also personality, you introduced the whole topic of i'm gonna kill you. i know yeah. i know but I, you tempted me i'm just saying that maybe it comes up too often on the show you know that maybe it's like i'm like man just kill me then you know i don't know like <laughs> you heard him you know what i mean like that's consent 
Is that, that consent? That was consent. That's consent. That's, yeah. That means it's consensual. Awesome. He, he, I don't know. basically allowed you to. I, ju- I just feel like that vocabulary should maybe just change, you know? Because, like, to just what? Like, way I smother stay you. Sane. Just maybe say, like, like the action, hey, like yeah. stab. I'm going to throw a pillow at you or then throw a pillow at somebody. I can or, do that as well. Or, or I'm going to give you a karate, Steven Seagal karate chop to the back of the neck. I could do that too. Yeah. Doesn't he do Aikido? Does he actually karate chop people? You know, you got a good point pretty there. Sure. I'm not sure yeah. if he's That ever would actually done. probably really hurt. Pretty, I'm pretty sure he just like, like you know, he kind of like snaps your yeah. nerves or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, he I don't know what he does. Now. I don't he, watch it all that he much. Doesn't he doesn't do, Vince. He doesn't do much nowadays. He's not at all. Actually, I saw a video. Yeah. I saw a video like trying to teach. And he's like, he's trying to kill his pupils. I was like, relax, man. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Chill, bro. He's <laughs> intense. Christ. He's an intense dude. It's like, it's like he's compensating. Like, you know, like Pre- it's getting to him that people don't, you, they don't, people don't believe him. Yeah, pretty him sure anymore. he also heard a lot of the stunt doubles like during oh, filming. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. his last name is Siegel. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> the Siegels are. Uh, you, yeah, he, it makes him feel inferior. You know, it's not like Hawk or Falcon or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Ethan Hawk. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he meets Ethan Hawk and he's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? Fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. He has the like the angriest brows. Yeah. Like Does. those in those classic like 90s ones. Yeah. His brow is fucking like. <laughs> Holy shit. They're I like intense, that Moon Knight bro. shirt you have, by the way. Oh, thank you, man. I That's like your nice Wolverine one. shirt, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't like Marvel. But you don't like Marvel. But you don't like Marvel. Excuse me. But remember, guys. I am I am proud of my, my I nerdum. Like, I just like this. I'm well, flashing my lip. Yeah, uh, the other side is showing now. Good, oh, awesome. Now the other side is showing. Nope, not the other side. Listen to you. But Sketch doesn't like Marvel. <laughs> remember, guys. I yeah. hate Marvel. Yeah. What the fuck? What the hell? I'm such a dumb dumb. We'll, we'll remind you of that. Dumb, dumb. Remind you of that. <laughs> well, I'm wearing a fine art shirt. Whoa. Right. That means you hate fine art. What? How dare you? Because I hate Marvel. I mean, I'm wearing Marvel shirt. That means he hates Moon Knight. I don't hate Moon Knight. I, I knew hate Moon Knight. That's why I'm I wearing it. Marvel. I mean, uh, Wolverine. Although, I, Wolverine. I, I must say, yeah. I love Wolverine. I know it's kind of in theme with the whole <laughs> violence thing of the death, but like, Moon Knight should have been bloodier, right? Oh yes. yeah, it was like not. Uh, it was kind of. I wanted. I I kind of wanted more blood. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know what that like means from me, but I guess it's just like when I was reading the Moon Knight at mm-hmm. first, uh, when I first saw the character like years ago. Yeah, I remember seeing it. I'm like, I don't know, whatever. Like it's just like what uh, Marvel's Batman in white. Yeah, who cares, right? So then I actually started reading it, and it was the David Finch run, the first... Uh, oh, where they started changing oh, things. Yeah. Right? yeah, that was the first run I read, and he rips uh, Bushman's face off. And I was like, Whoa. oh, this is Moon Knight. Okay, and then yeah. I started going back to the <laughs> Bills and Kevich stuff. I'm back you know? in. You know, like, no, it, it got me hooked that, yeah. okay, here's, here's a character. Yeah, he's a superhero, but he's, like, legit unhinged yeah. and... He's fucking violent, you know. Like, Why do you like those kind of characters? I don't know. Like tortured souls. Yeah. Is it like a sad horny? <laughs> yeah. Is that? Dare... <laughs> Are you saying Daredevil falls into that? Oh, does he? I think he does. Oh my god! Whoa! I mean, <laughs> come on! Whoa! Mind blown! <laughs> oh man! Blown sadly. Think about it. <laughs> Mind blown sadly. Not saying I've seen BDSM hoods that look like his hood, but you know. <laughs> yes, yes, you're I right. Have. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so. that's to be fair. 
Come on, Matt Murdock. I see you. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I see you, Matt Murdock. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't see you. He doesn't see me. Uh, uh, actually, he does. He can everyone, see shape. Can you fucking To him, listen. everyone is John Cena. He what? can't see them. <laughs> he doesn't see listen, them. He give just... us this, Alvaro. Just give us this. Okay? Alvaro, just let us have it. Alvaro, he doesn't see them. He feels them. Yeah. There's a difference. Sad horny. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brings it all right back around. Yes. Further evidence. Putting that into the evidence envelope. For the record, actually, Daredevil is actually one of my favorite characters. Not like my top. He's like in my top five. Yeah. He but, is. I won't lie. He is. He's, he's awesome. Yeah. I, actually, I. it was funny because like when I was growing up, I tried. He was one of the characters that I constantly tried to draw. Oh. And I just felt like I couldn't get him right. In the sense that, like, I loved drawing Spider-Man, but yeah. I never really, like, had a had a good time, like, trying to draw Daredevil. Mm. It was really weird. Who was one of your, like, favorite uh, artists? Was it Romita or Jensen? Not John Romita Jr., for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you know what? I will say, I will <laughs> say, definitely not him. Back in the day, he def- was working. He had, he had, he had good time. Yeah, he, he had was like wor- good he, moments. Yeah, like, like you know, I know his rep is like not the best nowadays. Uh, but back in the day, he had to, he had to try. He had to work. Yeah, you know, so uh, you know, it, it, it was there. Um, yeah, like. But like, what what Daredevil like another character, stood out another, for you? Another artist, because like one of my favorite Daredevils was like Scott McDaniel, mm-hmm. and he used a lot of negative space, a very much like Magnola or like a Sin City Miller. So I think know? I think the hard thing for me about the Daredevil stuff is that mm. like when I was a kid, like I could not remember the artist that I was admiring for um. Daredevil at least. Okay, because to me it w- it was it was all about. Mm. <laughs> it was all about Jim Lee and X Men. Yeah, right. that was all I was. That was all I could get my hands on, to be honest. Jim Lee, the only uh, thing that was out there was X Men. Jim Lee did do Daredevil in the second issue of Punisher War Journal. Oh shit, War Journal? He was yeah. on. Yep, yeah, he was Jim doing Lee. War Journal. That was, uh, I believe, Jim Lee's first uh, Marvel book. Oh really? Yeah, uh, I think so. Oh, it was like the fresh, yeah, new like uh, young Jim Lee. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would love to see that. That's nice. Yeah, it's it's uh it's still really good though. I love watching like I love looking at like early Jim Lee stuff. But I mean, he was like really pushing, like trying to, you know what I mean, like yeah. make a good impression. But when he worked on X Men, it was next level because Punisher is still relatively contained. Yeah. But when you have him doing like extension agenda, oh. And you have oh, him destroying the X Men yes. like Extinction Agenda was was pretty like oh. that was a lot like <laughs> that was insane. I mean they filled like fucking pages of detail. It was just like mm-hmm. he was just like really trying to show what he's got. To, he's showcasing, you know, like oh my god. So yeah. I have a question related to that though. Yes. Let's say mm. out of every comic out there, what is one that is priceless to you? Like, if you could get the first edition of this particular comic, it's priceless. I think, like, the first appearance of Wolverine, like, the Hulk mm-hmm. issue, mm. who shows up, I think, to me, that's, like, that would be, like, priceless. Like, I, if I had the money, I would buy that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, first first appearance Daredevil would be amazing, as would, uh for me, first appearance of Scarecrow. 
that would what's be, the first first appearance of scarecrow uh i believe it was batman number eight mm. um and the character didn't appear for a few other years yeah as a lot of them did yeah um but yeah that first appearance of scarecrow would be really really cool thing to have um but also daredevil number one but like in my collection i think one of the coolest books i have is issue one of cannon busters oh oh yeah i have that too (laughs) yeah you know another thing that i thought was and i'll never let it go i have issue zero of fathom oh and it's signed by michael turner that to me is the one thing i own that i'll never let go because to me that's like priceless toby what do you what what about you man uh one that i own is that issue of um green lantern green arrow Oh, that, the heroin the, issue. The drag. Oh yes, man, that's right. yeah, I have that's that. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, it's not in the best condition, but oh I own it. My, that's sick. Yeah, uh, oh. um, a pretty beat up, uh, like version of it came through Stadium, and I scooped it up. Why? Why is? Why is a used version not that valuable in CGC? I mean, I know why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's the fox thing. No, I'm kidding. Like, um, like they, why is it more valuable that it was like not using in mint condition? Yeah, I mean, like it's that whole collector mentality, right? Yeah. Like, why would a collector want something that's not going to look as good in a frame? But like, you know, like back in the like, days, like yeah. statues from like relics of old, yeah. antiques, right? They look great because they're antiques. Yeah. But if they look new, I doubt it would really be exactly. Anything. Well, that's the. That's the comic market, right? Right. But well, yeah, like you're right, our, though. Our assessment of value exactly. is so skewed depending on what it is or what the context is, I guess. In yeah. comic books, like get, get, keeping it as fresh as possible is like the top priority. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Huh. Whereas other things, value is based on something completely different. Yeah. Well, like yeah. I find that like in, you know, like people do like restorations yeah of like paintings and stuff like that and then yeah. it'll retain or if not grow out grow in value mm-hmm. for like paintings and stuff like that so it's like even then that's actually a huge debate among um art restorationists and art art mm. preservationists right mm. um like i was reading a book recently where one of the characters is into art preservation yeah. not restoration mm-hmm. and they're like oh um an art restorationist would put arms on the Venus de, Mil- de Milo. Oh. Like that's that's the difference, <laughs> right? And then it's like, I don't know. Like, does that mean that that then gets rid of the value of what it is? Yeah. Or does it increase because you fixed it? Like, yeah. And what, then one what would also it? have to look at what do these pieces mean yeah. in terms of yeah. not only just being an old painting that has survived X amount of years. Yeah. But what does it mean to society to maintain it, to to yeah. preserve it, to exactly. to still praise it as as a, as a work of also, art? Also, like how far would you even go? Because like those those like white statues, yeah, they deteriorated. The paint deteriorated like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, they used to be really gaudy looking. They they <laughs> had yeah they had like ridiculous <laughs> colors on them. Now they're gone. But we saw them without any paint. So if we really wanted to be accurate about what's yep. valuable, the thing is. It would have ridiculous colors on it. Like yellow hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like a fucking elementary school kid like painted it. Like the colors were ridiculous. <laughs> they were so 
I, I've seen um, like historians, like their estimations of it. Mm. And it reminds me of this fairy sculpture that I painted back when I was like eight years old, <laughs> like with like just ridiculously gaudy colors. Yeah. And like the skin oh tone God. was like peach. <laughs> ridiculous but that's what it reminds me of so it's like yeah like hmm. what's the value in that yeah having this like thing that looks like it was painted by like a, an eight-year-old <laughs> at, at most you know yeah. it, it's weird because like i think per I, I think i'd have to go with preservation over restoration yeah mm -hmm. just like uh, there's too many well, here, here's so dangerous to here's, do to try. Well, here's one of the the, the ideas for for uh, restoration mm. is that a lot of the paints that they are even like varnishes that they used back in the day, they're actually like killing the paint underneath. Oh, right, like they're they're kind of ruining it. And if you look at a lot of the things that they have, they most of the time they're really just trying to get rid of the varnish that was on it because it's not lasting that long. These people back in like the Victorian time or whatever, all the olden times, they didn't, they're, you know, they had really shit material, yeah. right? They didn't have amazing stuff. So they didn't have chemicals that could actually like preserve this stuff. And so what they're trying to do in order for you to preserve it, you'd have to get rid of the varnish and then like apply a new varnish that would actually protect the paint. But it's like, well, while we're here, yeah. while, while we're, we're at here. it. <laughs> Why don't we just like fix a little bit of this corner here? Because it's yeah. kind of fucked up. <laughs> and it's like, but yeah. they have to study it. They have to study going like, okay, well, we know that like the intent was this or like it was supposed to look like this. And that's why they have like x-rays and like, there's like a, a, a one, it wasn't an x-ray, but it was like, it was like a camera that can see through like underneath the paintings of like Leonardo da Vinci stuff. Yeah. So you can actually see, like, through, like, layers of photographs, you can actually see the pencil sketch underneath huh. it all. Mm -hmm. And then you could see, what? like, he moved his her head this way. Because, like, this is where the pencil is. This is where the paint kind of happened. And it was nuts. Yeah. Or you could see, like, a whole other background, and he just painted on top. Mm -hmm. Shit. And he's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do this now. It's yeah. kind of crazy. Holy shit. So you learn so much more about the artist and stuff like that, yeah. which is like, yeah, okay, that's not really restoration or whatever, but like you can learn so much about like, you know, the genius behind this like mm -hmm. thing, right? And mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think I think the value in that, though, going back to value, I think like yeah. to me, things like the Mona Lisa, you know how like people say like eh, that ain't shit or whatever? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, it's Leonardo da Vinci. Like, what are you talking about? It's like this person. This person took that portrait and went around Europe working mm -hmm. on other projects and still trying to do that one. As an artist, to me, like the dedication and the determination to get the composition the way they wanted it to. And a lot of people don't really a lot of people don't really realize like what he was trying to do versus and it's like the minute mm -hmm. stuff. The way like they put the positioning of the hand, all that stuff. Like there's like a whole system. There's like a whole series of portraits that have been done and they're being used over and over and over. And he decided to do it another way. Mm -hmm. And those little changes is yeah. a big thing for an artist to like decide and then, and then commit to. Yeah. I guess on the Mona Lisa, how do you, how do you price the Mona Lisa? Ooh, I don't even know. How much is it? How much is it now? I don't even know. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think you can put um, I don't think, I don't it, think you it, can. It, yeah, I don't think you can. I, I think it's I one of those things that should always just be there for academic. Yeah. Like, just, just for academic purposes. I think it's just yeah. one of those things that shouldn't be on the market. 
it, that it's, makes any sense. It's, it's pretty yeah. much transcended, you know? Yeah. Like, it's beyond just, like, a, a, a painting, you know? The, like, this is something, a representation of, like, human achievement, in a way. Yeah, currently, yeah. like... I don't, I don't know, because it, it, it's so hard to be like, I will pay, you know, $100 billion for that. Which, you know, it's bizarre, right? It's, it's silly, but... You know. What's the actual number sketch? <sighs> it's complicated. Oh. Because, like, they price... Marka reports that as per Stephanie Distinguin, the CEO of the technology company, Fave Novel, the Mona Lisa would be sold for nothing less than 50... Holy shit, that's 50 bucks. 50 dollaritos! Holy balls! What? <laughs> You know, it's a big number when you need a it's moment like to like read 50, it. Fifty thousand million. What? what? Euros? Mm-hmm. Huh? Who wrote this? What In bitch? dollars, that's fifty-three million dollars. That see that does that seems. However, yeah. another conflicting report claims that back in 1962, the painting's price was assessed at a hundred million. Huh. But see, that kind of stuff is like so. This is kind of it's why like arbitrary, almost. Yeah, this is why I think I love that we're talking about this because, well, like, the value. Yeah, because cause perception. The, the danger yeah. is in somebody like say Jeff Bezos being like, you know what, I can buy the Mona Lisa. It's mine now. It's gonna be in my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know what I mean. That's the funny thing about the Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. When like, what do you call it? When uh, who's the who's the supposed to be the short guy? Not really short. Napoleon. Mm. Yeah. When Napoleon got that, when they raided Italy, I think, like when he invaded Italy or, oh, wow. or somewhere somewhere in Europe, he got that painting and then he put it in his bathroom, like in his bathtub room. <laughs> Just that's where he put it. Did not know that. And and that, and that, fucker, got, Lisa, and that fucker got ruined. Wow. Because of the steam baths that was going on in there. Right. So it was fucking up that painting. It was crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wow yeah the shit was like napoleon oh am what i getting fuck, that right man. i think that was either that or the jesus christ one no no no, it was the mona lisa wow i'm pretty sure it was the mona lisa it was either that or the jesus christ one that the uh, thing did but i'm pretty sure it's the mona lisa that's fucked up but yeah so like for the longest time like nobody really cared about the value of that painting interesting like the only the, yeah. they say like the only reason it got like really popular is because it was stolen mm-hmm. by when it was in when when it was in france and then right. somebody stole it to take it back to Italy because yeah. it's Vinci. Mm. So if no one heard about that, like it was just in a museum in in France, yeah. Yeah. no one would have cared. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's having that sort of like attachment to it. Yeah. Which then makes you wonder, like when it comes to value, is money really the ultimate deciding factor on what values art? Great point. Like, because I mean, we th- we went to value and we immediately started thinking money. Mm-hmm. But is that really the best way to go about it? Yeah, you know, because um, like, yeah, sure, dealers go about it that way. But should the average person go about it that way? See, it's funny, right? Because I, I want to bring it to like <clears throat> the conversation of like conventions. Because we exactly, can, yeah, we can bring it down to like the lowest common denominator, which is like the uh, the cesspool <laughs> of uh, 
oh, artwork. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the meat market. Come on, man. That is the comic convention. We're going to be there that. next weekend. Um, <laughs> but I think this is actually the best place to bring it because you have people that will value things on money, but yeah. there's so many people that do value things on other things completely. Yeah. Like it has the most diversity for value. Yeah. And I think that that's really interesting. That that's what that. that's what I find about. I find I find. I, I I joke about conventions, but but like that's what I find really interesting about conventions. I I th- I thought about this this topic because I was talking to somebody explaining to them the the complexity of the fact that like getting a table at Fan Expo is like six hundred dollars to sell stuff. Mm-hmm. Yup. Right. They have over a hundred about a hundred thousand people going into that convention and they charge people at minimum 30 to 60 dollars a day for the passes to get in uh celebrities get charged they they charge minimum 60 to 90 to a hundred dollars for a signature Mm -hmm. to meet them and sign something so these people come in they spend a fuck ton of money on everyone we get the lowest amount of deals for any 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 art stuff prints ten dollars whatever it's like so set now that like no one cares to even like bring it up because you know inflation but nobody cares nope and we get the bottom end of that shit and we are still paying six hundred dollars for a table and it's kind of weird yeah i i just think that's kind of fucking crazy and i don't know why that happens (laughs) because yeah people don't like when you're in the convention circuit, yeah, people don't really value art the way. Thank you. They're fixing my, Toby's mic. My mic keeps slipping down because it hates me. It's fine. I don't feel rejected. Sorry about that, folks. Um. So yeah, it's just really interesting because it does feel like when you're in the convention market. Yeah. Um. You do feel like you don't matter a lot of the times. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. as an artist, feeling like you aren't valued, it kind of grates on you at a point. Yeah. And I don't think it's recognized there, enough. There is, a, yeah. there is a pressure when you're tabling at a fan expo. You have to aim for $1,200 at that point. Yeah. Yeah. To make it worth your while. Exactly. $1,200 to make it worth your while. Yeah. Now, if you make twelve hundred dollars on thursday because it's it's a four-day event yeah mm-hmm. mazel top you got three days that are going to be plus mm-hmm. but you have to keep these things in mind right you have to you are competing with the attention of not only every single artist in artist alley but with the attention of the spectacle yeah. of yeah. like video games of panels of celebrities of mm-hmm. cosplay everything is there buying attention it's yeah. it's sensory overload in terms of attention so, in a way, you almost have to know, well, you have to have people know that you're coming. Yeah. And have an understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, you have, uh, create create a fan base, right? Create, yeah, well, create, I mean, create a network. If you think about, like, fans. expenses, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's like yeah. the table, the But that's the, the, food, the, tab- that's the table alone. The hotel. Yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah. The yeah. prints, the, the, this money you spent on making products. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, does it even like it can does it make, sense? It, <laughs> does can. It exactly. make up it, for it? It can it can make sense. Uh yeah. like I, I've I've seen it. 
<laughs> you yeah. know, as, as somebody who's worked for somebody else's table. Yeah. I see that. And yeah. we prepare. We prepare like months in advance. You know, he, he lets me know like all the details of yeah. what we have to do, what I'm expected. I mean, for Christ's sakes, he's able to have a less strenuous weekend because yeah. I'm there. Yeah. You're talking about Vince. Yes. Yes. And I so. think, I think, you know, like for, for people like Vince, like he's been at it for so long, mm-hmm. yeah. been doing it for a long time mm-hmm. that like his presence is there. Everyone knows he's there. His style stands out though. And they're, well. they're, he's graded a fan base mm-hmm. that, that meant that even if, even if, as, as long as he like, uh, declares that like he's going to be there, people will start ordering. And then they'll, well, you know, like do all of the things. And so he's already making money before he gets there. The one thing yeah. I've noticed is that he knows exactly who he is. Mm-hmm. And people go to him because they know exactly who he is. Yeah. So I think in terms of like you're an artist and you're starting out, kind of know who you are. Yeah. And be that, you know, don't try to be something that you're not in a way because, uh, you know, when you make these kind of connections with these fans, whether it's just at every show yeah. you get a chance to online, people don't care what you're selling. They care why you're selling it. Yeah. Right. I think to your point, so um, the value is either, either because I, I think, I think in that discussion, it's like you can either put the value on the art style that mm-hmm. everyone is doing and everyone will know. But if you step out of that, that that value will still keep going without you mm-hmm. right yeah. so when you start like being you and you start doing your own thing they'll start buying you less because the value really wasn't about you it was about the art style that you were riding on which is yeah. what everyone was on but if you are you and you develop a style that everybody like because you are remaining to be you mm-hmm. your style is now the the valuable you are now the value not the style itself agreed and and I think that's kind of yeah. like the you, you'll you know. you'll you'll attract the right kind of people that want that want your work right yeah and that's kind of how you are able to almost survive in these environments right um, because it, it's a bit difficult to try to play the game against everybody else mm-hmm. in in a way so you have to kind of see what can you bring to it bring to the table right yeah to say the least yeah uh and it's gonna be dude we got a year ahead of us yeah it's gonna be fun you know what's funny i cannot wait to i cannot wait for toby to present like his work to everyone on tables because i think it's gonna be I'm excited. I'm so fucking excited for I'm people excited. to see and purchase your work because it's yeah. it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I've been showing a few friends like the pages that I have done so far. Yeah, it's been very encouraging. It's, it's <laughs> fantastic. I'm, I'm very excited I'm, for I'm the so next high. year. I cannot yeah. wait to see the final stuff for you know for Mr. Storm. Yes, uh, Mr. Storm. <laughs> Mr. Storm. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it's. Dude. it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, Alvaro, your work is gonna—it's—it's it's just gonna be like awesome to see everyone's like stuff finally come out and like yeah. put out to the world. It's gonna be so good. Yeah, and and honestly, like I think my approach with any kind of prints is, I'm just gonna do shit that I like, mm-hmm. properties that I Hell like. Yeah. That if yeah. you happen to enjoy it as well, yeah, 
you know? Well, I'm Mazel gonna, tov, you know? I'm so. going to continue just not doing fan art and mm-hmm. just doing my own stuff because I have such a... Yeah. I'm so just... I'm intrigued by looking for something um, valuable enough as a perception for for people to buy something that they've never even seen before. Right. I'm really curious. Like every time I walk up and down those con tables and I look at like a print and go, that's like a new property. That's not anything I know, mm-hmm. but yeah. somebody's buying that. That's so interesting. It's because it's, it's an illustration. They can see that on their wall. Like they, they're gravitated towards it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole new ball game. It's like, I, I want to treat it like the way people buy paintings. It's mm. like, there's something about it. It's like a more minimal version of it. They're not, buying a four thousand dollar to seventy five thousand dollar piece but it's like yeah it's an art piece that costs 10 bucks but even that ten dollars to them is like that's something that i really want to put up on my wall so it's kind of like it's a one big like one big decision maker is if it's if it's good enough that it would look good on my wall but i think yeah in these situations it's more genuine the love of what they're buying Mm -hmm. than say somebody buying a two thousand dollar painting hmm. or a twenty thousand dollar painting are you buying the painting because you like it or because you can say that painting over there is expensive right. as fuck. twenty thousand oh oh cool so like what are we doing are we appreciating the painting that's a good point or yeah. are we appreciating the fact that you paid twenty thousand dollars for it yeah and yeah. that shit happened a lot in new york in the mm-hmm. 80s right mm-hmm. where art traders was like a genuine thing yeah the artists themselves of course they were they weren't getting anything. Yeah. Well, because it's yeah. funny because they like, were getting barely anything. These right? artists, so. yeah, they were getting something, but like, mm. but like these artists had like, like piles of it in their place, yet they're not purchased. So they're just yeah. things right now. It's like mm-hmm. really weird, you know? <laughs> so yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas a person paying $10 and legit putting it on their wall, they're doing that because they legit like it. Yeah. It says something about them. Not because they're gonna go like, oh, I paid ten dollars for that print. Yeah, like, <laughs> like not, I mean, I work my ass starter. off to sell prints for ten dollars, and somehow get everybody convinced that like, you know, these original pieces that I have are worth three hundred dollars. Yeah, and they're like, okay, and I was like, shit, okay, <laughs> let's go, let's keep let's do this. going, all right, let's keep going. Yeah, but I still have like the struggle in my head of like, what is what is a print? Like, what is an illustration piece that's worth $10 for them to get? Because it mm-hmm. takes off that value when I can just keep printing these prints. Mm-hmm. The value of it is, like, I'm not the only one that has this. Yeah. So then the value has to come from, like, I like this piece so much. It looks so pretty. I want to buy it. One, one thing sometimes some artists do is this idea that, um, oh, I'm releasing a limited print. Yeah. Now, sometimes an artist is genuine about that. And they'll print only, I don't know, fifty-five, yeah. but that's it. However, it has been hap- it has happened where an artist is like, "Oh, these are only limited. I only printed a hundred. Next year they're back with yeah, a, another, another hundred. Yeah. yeah, the exact same. You know, that's yeah, yeah. just a selling point to get you to buy it. Yeah. You really think someone would do that? Just go on the internet and tell lies? Be careful with it. If you are buying prints and they're saying it's limited, but uh, but I know. A lot of times, like if an artist signs it at the bottom with the number, mm-hmm. I think that's that helps. That, that helps, helps lot, yeah. you know. Um, so keep an eye on that, you know. And if you are an artist who does that underhand stuff, don't 
don't maybe don't don't do that yeah we're not even getting into the like the other the other side of it the other (laughs) side of it yeah okay here's a question for you guys yeah um how would you like your work to be valued (laughs) what what do you you mean that great question yeah like if for someone to place value upon your work what sort of value would you like that to be because we're talking about how like there's different values applied to these artworks. What kind? What would you like it to be for yours? <laughs> Got to ponder that one. We'll be right back. That's an interesting one because I mean, um, I, I, I guess it, it's almost like everyone's free to find whatever meaning they want in in our work, right? Whether, but that's what would you intention. prefer? Yeah, like well, if you could choose you mm-hmm. know because like i mean people will be people they'll always have their own motives yeah yeah but like what's the motive that means the most to you i think connection i think if, yeah. you, if you if you see my art and, it, and it's something that clicks with you i think that that definitely the way the for me you know definitely i like not not currently my series of prints right now i'm gonna do like a new set that's gonna be like i believe is gonna be way better but um that new series is going to be, I want it to be $20 each. Mm-hmm. And I'll probably do like a limited run of it, of mm-hmm. like just like 100 and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then for, probably less than that. But um, for the book that I'm trying to put up, like, yeah, most of the paintings that I like, you know, most of the art pieces that I've like sold, like I pretty much, I'm I'm happy with the value that I've set them at, like the prices that I've set them at. So like the the really big ones like the thirty by forty, like mixed media paint pieces that I've made with the wings and everything, like that was like, the one of them was like a fifteen hundred and the other one is two thousand, and like I will not part ways without like, for less than that, just because, I've you know, mm-hmm. I've worked a lot like a long it it's actually a lot better deal actually because I worked on those things for like a month and a half. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? So like, I, I would probably price them for three, four grand, because yeah. that's how I think it. The time that I spent on it was valued at. But I would always mark it at the the amount of time that I spent on it, mm. and how much was my time then? Mm. Right. Everything to me is boiled down by like money per time. Uh, right. I mean, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell us what about you, man? What what do you what are you trying? What do you want people to take away from your work? Take away from my work. Um. Like when when they interact with it, I yeah. like if if someone's gonna buy my work, I want yeah. them to buy it because they like my characters. Like that's what I that's what I'm motivated by. That's what yeah. I want people to value in sense, what yeah. they see is, which makes sense for me, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I want them to like my stories and then like my characters enough that they would purchase artwork or like merchandise or something mm. with them on it. Um, and yeah, like I. I think I would then base my value off of that. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. Yeah. If if people just saw your work and they didn't know the characters but they liked it, you'd feel like but you should get to know them. <laughs> yeah, well that's the thing, is that's yeah. a good jumping off point then. Because yeah. it's like, oh, you think they look cool. There's a story that goes with them. Yeah. And then yeah. they're hooked into the story, hopefully. Yeah. You know, so like I no matter what, if people like my characters enough without knowing who they are to buy the artwork, then it's like cool, well, Wait till you see their story, buddy. Mm. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh. it's, it's almost like uh, you're sending your fictional children to uh, school. 
it kind of yeah, does like you, feel you, that way, yeah. Yeah, and you and you hope they make friends, you know. The babies. They hope they become. It's a great way to yeah. do it too, because yeah. like, your characters are a great w- great way to like create illustrations that are you know are that could be valuable to people in terms of just like it looks great. I want that on my wall. Yeah. Also, like, oh yeah, it's got a story, so it just doesn't look like it's just a nice thing that I have. But it has more depth. It has more backstory. Like you can learn exactly, more yeah. about it. You can read it and well, stuff I mean, like that. Also, so. not to mention our characters are just extensions of us, truly. Right. You know. Yes. God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> definitely, my characters are an extension of me. Like yeah. I write myself Boy. in all of the characters. Yeah. Oh no, for sure, absolutely. I mean, Santos is uh, was a barista. You know, like. Really? What I does that mean? Bar- I was a barista too. You're saying you like you, you know? made coffee too? Whoa. I made coffee too, man. That's crazy. I get it. I was there. Wow. Oh, wow. Maybe I've gone to purgatory before on a the high. No, you didn't. You were twice. at Starbucks. Listen, yeah, same thing. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you've ever ingested uh, yeah. eight ounces yeah. of shrooms, we can take you places. I introduced you to shrooms. Sometimes I regret <laughs> that that you. <laughs> That that happened. <laughs> he was a pencil, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And 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 a worn out pencil, like yeah, a gone. worn out one that didn't that just wasn't valid. We had a anymore. funeral and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it was like life and death, man. It's happening yeah. all at once. Yeah, you had like a full to... fucking life cycle of within a fucking... session that happened. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the pandemic. Dear Lord, the pandemic was a very long time, and I had to try to get out of my head that's all i'm saying was that during the pandemic no 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 no. oh no no i'm just saying that afterwards Uh i did make some orders just so i could Uh uh-huh yep keep my mind off fucking guy the world ending oh boy but But look uh, it's still here i know yeah that's crazy crazy. yeah (laughs) that's wild Uh, anxiety and fears are you gonna color your book no no black and white no way black and white yeah. Fair. Yeah. No, Fair. I, I, I was thinking, you know, I was thinking about it. I'm not at the point where I can color my stuff, you know. Um, it, it's just gonna work better as a black and white kind of comic. Yeah. Just fine. Nice. Um, and even like on Enemy, or we're which I'm working on with Lucas. Um, I'm, I'm gonna keep it black and white, but yeah. with splashes of red. Yeah. The red's mm. there gonna be to pop out. You can the do blood. it like that Daniel Warren Johnson type yeah. of style. Just yeah. Yeah, like some. What do you call it? Half tones. Half tones. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Blue um, shades on it. Yeah, that'd be sick. You know, and I think when I get to a point where I feel like color might be necessary for my work, I'll contact somebody because yeah, you know, yeah, I just don't think I'm there yet, so I'm not even sweating it. You know, we'll pay the guy. Just yeah, get it done away. I'm, I th- I they think paint this bitch where I'm at now. <laughs> it works on black and white. So you know, a certain amount that they can be verbally verbally abused. Don't take me seriously. There, I was just joking. <laughs> there's, there's always uh, room for verbal abuse. Heyo. In, in my opinion, I mean, my humble opinion. Uh, Toby, how do, you, how do you take on verbal abuse? Like, if it's applied to me, yeah. Oh, I dish it right back at you. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I, I have a reputation to uphold. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Although it's a lot yeah, of pressure, fair. you know, uh, I have been thinking during our whole conversation here, but there is one aspect of art and value which has really, really gotten fucked up over the years. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry I'm bringing this up. Oh, dear. Are you ready? No. Hold on to your butts, guys. Are you talking about comics? No. Don't talk about wrestling. No. Are you talking about art? Uh, scene, uh, no. valuable paintings. I am talking about impressionistic world. NFTs. NFTs. How right. can we talk about value in art and not bring up NFTs? Well, it has nothing to you do know? with art. It's all about money being moved around. So, what yeah. are we really talking about? What value? You're, you're saying it's just a thing to launder money. It really yes. is, dude. You know how many people like Mike Tyson and all these people that like created NFTs and like all this like cryptocurrency they're all like losing out on like the shit that they put money on it's crazy no. it's yeah hilarious. it's it's nuts there are people out there that are like killing it yeah but it just kind of shows like how much harder it is for you to actually mm. like actually you know, but like work with that thing. it, it is yeah. weird though because like when it when it was at its like highest of hype i think earlier this year or late last year mm-hmm. people convinced themselves of the value of this image lol yeah like whatever the fucking weird image it was you know yeah they like an ugly ape right right but like ah. they, they truly truly and you could not you could right. not sway them you calling me crazy see yeah. ain't nothing crazy about me but my brain right no. that, that's that's why yeah. i'm bringing this up right like they, i love they really really were like yeah. no this is valuable i love like the crazy hype for like a little bit that happened but mm. coincidentally yeah. when that thing popped off everything was crashing so they're like oh, okay anyways <laughs> like they just like just like suddenly oh suddenly you're quiet why are you quiet oh yeah, that's so weird quiet, guys <laughs> that's wow, weird what happened to the value of the it's things that you were wild it gets so yeah. weird how that goes uh-huh. but the only thing that really prevails is like here's my artwork i sell it to you mm. pretty much yeah mm, buy it <laughs> buy it yeah <laughs> now I don't know. Do you guys think there's a future left for NFT or it'll it'll like... um I think I think we've yet to see like what it's gonna really like manifest to. Yeah. But yeah. but this is kind of like leaving it to the people that know how to make money off of it. At the moment. Because yeah. right now everybody, you know, every Cause from what I understand person was just trying to it, get on it. It's gonna have these things where like you can put a badge on your Facebook profile. You can put a badge yeah. on your Twitter profile. You can yeah. get a, like a check mark on your Instagram. But like, if you're not interacting with these things, well, it's funny because yeah. like people were really getting to that point of like, you know, like they're they're stop they're 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 sick and tired. Like the pandemic kind of like made people sick and tired of like Facebook mm. and Instagram. The value of all of these social media stuff is like really kind of dwindling yeah you definitely. know even even on tiktok people are questioning like what is like i'm getting all these followers but like what is it for where is it going mm-hmm. like it's kind of kind of interesting like mm. what does it all mean to do all this stuff yeah and people are kind of like you know encouraging people to get outside and like do less you know stop looking at your phones and it's like i don't know man like honestly like who knows like what it's going to manifest to but i think it'll take a new platform to yeah. to really like get a hold of it uh, along with it because the one thing about like technology is that like disruption means like a new thing and not revamping something existing yeah yeah disruption is the name of the game when it comes to technology right a new com- a new program or uh, like a new company comes in and says no i can do this youtube thing better here mm. you know uh instagram no i got a better one here this is this is how i propose how we should do it 
right. and everyone jumps on it and be like, oh, fuck, this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. So I think we've yet to see like what's actually going to do. A pl- so imagine a platform that has already NFTs and everything built in it instead of going like, here's an NFT and I could put it on my avatar. <laughs> this is yeah. me now because I have license to have it. And it's yeah. mine. Because I pay for Twitter it. Plus. Yeah. And now I can have my well, NFT. Yeah, and my I profile. forgot Dumb Twitter Dilio. Plus is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get? Uh, a hexagonal profile picture that you can use as an NFT or some bullshit like that. Uh, and you can edit your tweets. Wow. Yes. <laughs> the dead air is exactly the kind of response that that needs. Yep. Talk about value. Jesus. Damn. So valuable. Well, um, you guys at home, what do you guys, what do you guys find is valuable? Do you find this episode what valuable? Do, you, do you find our podcast valuable? Do you find valuable? our podcast valuable? What do you find do you me f- in particular valuable? Please. Uh, <laughs> I yes. just need your approval. <laughs> yes. Oh. Um. Yeah. What do you guys? Uh. What do you guys find valuable, or what do you guys? How much would you guys find valuable? Like, what is what is value to you? Um. Anyway, <laughs> tell us on Discord. We'll chat about it. Yeah, yeah. chat us up, bitches. Chat us up. We'll uh, yes. we'll uh, definitely post some uh, value based kind of things on the stories as well. Yeah. We'll ask them questions around yeah. and see what what the folks are saying how you feel also apparently everybody prefers tim horton's breakfast oh no mcdonald's was the one that won yeah mcdonald's, mcdonald's. is so much better mcdonald's won Yo, over tim hortons and mcdonald's Starbucks. coffee is better i mean they, they have the old Mc, uh tim hortons coffee. yeah but exactly. also uh i'd like to take this moment to bring this up king kong bundy beat shrek in oh our instagram story <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> How? I don't know. I thought nobody that hurts knew. my soul. I thought nobody knew King Kong Bundy. I was oh, just, well, you know. he was the warm-up opponent. I was going to build this up, like Shrek versus more. But then I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Shrek oh. lost. I think you've overestimated uh, who actually really likes Shrek in our in our <laughs> fan base. Yeah. yeah. Which is shocking since we did a Shrek episode. <laughs> I, I think like several. Did we not? Did we, we like? We did one Shrek episode, but we did we, mention Shrek we, in another episode. Yeah, Shrek we several like, times. We love yeah. Shrek. It's, it's, it's kind of like an unofficial mascot. I feel For so. the show. Yeah. So I was kind of like shocked that. Yeah. I know. wasn't asked about that. I, I didn't. I didn't. I oh. Wasn't addre- I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't get the memo for that one. But Sorry, okay. Mad Shrek. <laughs> you shut your mouth. Mad, mad you shut your mouth. <laughs> we decided that, like, Alvaro was donkey and I'm pussy okay. right? That's what we decided? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I like the fact that I get to wear shoes still. <laughs> Sketch has layers. But no pants. But yes, uh, I, I, I will definitely be posting more uh, different questions. So interact with it. You know, it's fun. It's, it's, really, it's, it's really fun, and uh, I like seeing it, and also like seeing everybody's art. Yeah, we are, um, yeah, post getting, some more art. Yeah, we got we're getting a lot more artists, so I encourage everybody who is creating art, whether it be music, videos, art. Yeah, let's share painting, some art. I want to see yeah. some just, art. Just share it, and see we would shit. we would love to put it out there. Also, yeah. uh, where can you send any questions, complaints, or members? Oh, oh, oh! I know this one. Uh, send your dick. Send your dicks. Yeah, at we'reyourfriends.com.ca. Oh, there we go. Because right, we're in Canada. Yeah, Canada. Uh, and then you can also hit us up on Twitter at we're your we, friends too. Yeah, or uh, Instagram we dot re your friends. Yeah. Right. 
yeah, and that's where, and that's where the polls are. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Not so. not that kind of poll. <laughs> can be. I hear you. I I know. I know. I know. You're. Yeah. No. No, no we can't have that. a poll here because we don't want no, no, Alvaro no. dancing on it. No. 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 Yeah. 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 These are these are these are survey polls. Yeah, I heard it's actually legit a good workout, and I've been thinking about that. Do it. Oh dear God. Why not? Do it. Oh, you get you get a strong core. Do it. I'll I'll get better at my boxing. Yeah. And then uh, we'll see what's what. I will do nothing. Okay. I'll okay. just lay on the floor <laughs> eating McDonald's. Chewing crazies out of your store. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's, that's the most you'll ever do. Yeah. With an electric <laughs> fly racket. Get out of here. Get out of here. You, you know what you should get? You should get a Windex <laughs> and just spray them with Windex with the, and, and then the. Uh, I, our Windex is very precious. I can't do this. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to keep using the electric fly swatter on them. You know, it works. <laughs> That's Don't plan. tase me, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oof, that's an old meme. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Guys, um, thank you so much for Indeed. listening to this latest episode. Absolutely. Um, we hope you found value in it. I had a blast. Yeah. Uh it's nice to be back on the mic. Mm. And not you. just like and we got a out the back. We got a big week ahead of us, sketch. Yes. Fan, fan Expo, find us, find, us, find us there. If you are going to Fan Expo, uh, Mad Sketch will be at the rate table. Yes. Uh, so give him a uh, swing by. I have a banner that says hi. Mad Sketch if you if you can't yeah. find me. And I will be with uh, <laughs> Vince Sunico, so you can meet us both there yeah, if yeah. you haven't had a chance. Or come by and say hi. Toby, will you be in attendance, like passing by? Or I don't fucking know. Are you working? Depends on if I'm not exhausted from selling dildos all day. <laughs> oh, man. I'll damn, see. Damn dildos. Goddamn dildos. But regardless, uh, we yeah. hope to see you at the Pan Expo. Exactly. Yeah. Hope to see you there. Mm-hmm. And um, have yourself a wonderful week. Uh, we know it's uh, it's been rough with the weather and everything. Mm-hmm. You know? So uh, hang in there and keep trying. <laughs> keep trying. <laughs> and remember, you are never alone. Because, because we're, we're your, your friends. friends. Oh, it's really far. I gotta reach you. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>